Yeah, hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Reading Readies, where we read all the books like Preacher and Sandman. Yeah. Take a look, it's in our book. A Reading Readies, yeah. And as we always... Just, we just lost all our listeners. Yeah, my name's Max, yeah. <laughs> And Dampek is here. It's good to be the king. <laughs> she had I know that was going to be your quote this week. You know who sucks at being a king? Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. And Chris O'Mealy's here. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that stirring introduction, Max. We totally didn't want to have listeners anymore. Yeah. Oh, hey guys, I'm back. Good. Get rid of that other guy. The person who will never be on the show. Dizzy, don't do that again. <laughs> oh man! Hey, did you guys know a pay per view happened on Sunday? Oh, that, that was this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was dedicated to you, Ben Stiller. Yeah. Cause you're my favorite motherfucker. I told you, didn't I? So what we're gonna do, guys, is we're gonna do a pay per view recap. It's gonna be the only oh. actual recap we do on. <laughs> show and then i'll do my 10 things with the rest of the week can we talk about the terrible theme that fast lane fast lane stick it up y'all ass lane i don't even know what the hell that was i don't know jason to jason stick it up his ass lane (laughs) wow didn't think we'd find a title that quick (laughs) stick it up your ass lane god no i don't think that's gonna be it but anyway vroom vroom boom uh, uh, Dan, what was the name of this pay-per-view again? The actual name? Uh, I believe it was called Fastlane! Vroom, vroom, vroom! Yes. So, so, so this isn't a review. It's a vroom, 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 right? Yes, it's a vroom. Wow. We're, we're actually t- we're popping a U-turn. <laughs> we busting out them K-turns. Oh, God, K-turns. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Who uses a K-turn ever? I've done them a couple of times. The fuck are you guys talking about? Do you not have K-turns in North Carolina, Dan? Never heard of such a thing. The Maybe we have is... them, but I've never heard <laughs> the, of it called that. the New Jersey driving test, you're allowed to fail one thing, and they go, it's usually your parallel parking or your K-turn. And the K-turn is like the easiest thing in the world. You back up. You kind of go forward, you back up again, and then you make your turnaround. I'm like, people fail that? Yeah, a lot of people do. But uh, if you failed your K-turn, by the way, um, yeah, sorry about that. Just insulted a bunch of... Sorry about (laughs) your damn driver's test. Now, it's only a single K-turn. It's not like it's a triple K-turn or anything. Or a circle (laughs) K-turn. A triple (laughs) K-turn. Yeah. That's my favorite. So don't you just end up up in the right direction, you turn to the wrong direction, and you turn back to the right direction? Is that a triple K-turn? No, I'm always in the right direction. It's a triple K-turn. Vince, you don't ever make anybody go in the other direction because of your presence, do you? Never. When you're with Vince, there's only one direction. Yeah. God. Follow the white lines. <laughs> Why do you always have to drive on a black road? 
Yes, but the white zone is for the immediate loading and unloading of passengers. I guess, I guess the black road is beneath me, so it's right where it belongs. Oh my god. <laughs> and at least it's being touched by the black tires, right? Black on black crime. <laughs> Vince, do you have white wall tires on your car? <laughs> yeah, and I drive on the sidewalk because it's closer shade to white. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> It's the fast lane, fast lane. <laughs> vroom, vroom, vroom. That's some GTA-style rules right there. Uh, better just drive on the sidewalk and get there faster. GTRV would be a great game, by the way. Not that you drive an RV, you drive as racist Vince. Oh, God, no. All right. So we got a pay-per-view to recap here. We're going to start off with the pre-show, pre-show. And we don't have a match. We have a Miz TV with special guest... Paul Heyman, but not that Heyman. This is the good one, the Heyman, the Jew. And Sandow sits in the corner the entire time. And gets cheered for doing nothing. <laughs> Which is what's awesome about it. Well, and even uh, Heyman puts him over by, by shouting out a few little lines. And Heyman, once he brings attention to Sandow got an even bigger pop, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Is he gonna sit there the entire time? It was beautifully done because it built it up so that it could be Brian or Roman Reigns winning the main event. Like, it wasn't just one of those things where it's like, oh, well, let's just give away who it's gonna be in an obvious fashion like we've done for so many years. And Paul Heyman made the match feel even more important than it already was. So Roman Reigns versus John Cena. I would put my money on Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, that was on Raw. My bad. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, the first match on the Pupava is a six-man tag with those authority guys, Seth Rollins, Big Show, and Kane, Versus those anti-authority guys, Dolph Ziggler, Ryback, and Eric Rowan, who are still teaming up way after the conclusion of Survivor Series. And, of course, as if you expected this to go any differently, the bad guys win. Although, surprisingly, it's not Seth Rollins who gets the pin. It's Kane? On Dolph Ziggler forever buried. Buried! But then, after the match, he hears voices in his head. <sighs> This wow. is so weirdly timed. Because it's like, what, 20 minutes into the pay-per-view? Randy Orton's back, as if you won't forget it three hours from I've now. Got a, I've got a skull moose snake lion gas mask man on my shirt. <laughs> how, how many cool things can I put into one face on my shirt? Too many, that's how many. Then he, uh, RKO... RKO McGillicuddy's everybody but McGillicuddy. <laughs> Who was not there. Right. So, uh, Orton's back, and it's pretty obvious it's going to be him and Rollins at WrestleMania, and that's cool because it should actually be a pretty decent match. It's a main event. Oh, yeah, it's the main event, of course. Um, before we get to our next match... Dusty is trying to talk to Goldust, and Goldust is like, I'm going to make Cody think twice about ever putting the face paint on again. And Dusty's like, but you're my son. He's my son. And I love my sons. Um, it's the Goldust-Stardust match up next, and as predicted, it's a pretty quick match. 
What happened to the Stardust? I, sure. I loved this match, though. Right. Loved and it. It's a quick roll-up win with Goldust getting the win. And I've heard and some the referee being a total derp. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was the best part. Was the referee Former TNA re- senior referee. Yeah. <laughs> clearly counts to two, stops counting, and that's just like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to call for the bell anyway, even though Stardust kicked out regardless. I, I so like was... um, the, the story going into the match of, well, of Stardust being taking over the, the presence of Cody Rhodes, basically. Like, he, he came out with a different attire. He came out with uh, no shirt Cody Rhodes. I oh, actually yeah. like that look. Um, well, the next night, his shirt was back. Yeah, I don't know why, because I was like, this is so cool. Pat, Pat, why do you always like them when they remove their clothes? Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Gay! Oh, oh I, I never said I like Kane when he removed everything. Um, <laughs> uh, but the other thing I liked was the whole story was Goldus is like, yeah, I'm going to beat the crap out of him. I'm going to make sure that he's... That uh, he gets that personality, that Stardust personality beaten out, and he just couldn't do it because he's his he brother, so he symbiote. rolls him up. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get the symbiote. That's and a great the, story. The, yeah, the after the after port where he just beat the crap out of Goldust was the best, especially that last little kick he drove in at the end. <laughs> Dusty shows up and talks to him. <laughs> yep. Um, next, we get the tag team championship on the line. Uh, these two guys that are defending their titles. Um, what's what are they again, Pat? Uh, they're both something. They're both. They're both Mamoan. Yes. Jason they're Momoa. Both, yes. They're both Jason Momoa. They're they're big Jason Momoa they're fans. They're both Aquaman's. They're both Aquaman's. We're both Aquaman's. Yeah. Aqua they're, Aqua Roman Reigns. <laughs> they're facing. When I say Aqua, you say man. Aqua. Man. man. They're facing uh. the, that team that came up with a cool tag team name, but they're not using it. And they have an opportunity to have cool entrance music, but they're also not using it. Instead, <laughs> so they're coming out to... Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. They're coming out to the Minions doing a siren effect from Despicable Me 2. Natty looking fine. Natty looking amazing. And, uh... With a little bit of distractional influence involving the girls, five. we get a fisherman neckbreaker, which is a cool move, for the W, and your new tag team champions are Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. Well friggin' deserved. Brass Ring Club. Well, well freaking deserved. Aw, oh, yeah. Right. Bad luck folly. Too okay. sweet. The next is a uh, segment on a pay-per-view that builds up to our first official match for WrestleMania 31. And it's official official because we still don't have the main event locked in at this point. Uh, Pat, I think you'll be the best one to describe what happens here because you do the best uh, Triple H in the biz. <laughs> I'll, I'll, do, I'll do Sting for this. Okay. Oh, wow. Thanks. All right. All right. Do a... Uh... You got really jealous because uh, we put you out of business and stuff. All right, here's Sting's reply. <laughs> no, no, Sting, put down that bat. Is that a gun? <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't pull the trigger on that bat. <laughs> uh, I dropped the fudge hammer, okay. 
description of this segment I've ever heard. Okay, you got your match. And then Sting's about to leave. Dan, can you do your impression of Sting leaving? Uh, okay, here's Sting leaving. And then Triple H goes, and tries to attack him, and Sting's like, oh, no, you don't. But he says it more like this, right, Dan? Go ahead. Okay, he says it like this. <laughs> then Triple H powders out. End scene. After after getting chopped and then hit with a scorpion death no, drop. No, 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 holy, okay, you got your match, you got your match, you got your match. <laughs> and then he yells, holy shit, and then he gets dropped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, could you do your impression of Sting uh, leaving? Because he says one more, th he does one more thing before he leaves, right? Okay, I got it. Man, that was great. It's it's so cool to uh, hear you pointing at the WrestleMania sign. <laughs> I actually moved up close to the microphone to just to say nothing. <laughs> That's been very dramatic. That is one of the best impressions on this show. I mean, people love this Triple H, but I think that's amazing. That's the best thing. Sting, stang, stung. Fast lane, fast lane. All right, so... Take uh, it up in the ass, Link. <laughs> next, Nikki Bella retains her title against Paige. In a match that was good. Yeah. That, that felt like the story of this pay-per-view. Matches that are good. Yeah. <laughs> match lane, match lane. That was good. Uh, <laughs> Acceptable golf clap. Dino Ambroso gets intentionally disqualified against Bad News Barrett, and then he just grabs the IC title. He's like, "Fuck it, it's mine," and just walks out with it. This is really cool too. Like if you follow the little videos they posted on YouTube beforehand, which nobody does, and uh, afterwards, and Ambrose is talking about how much that title means to him, how much it meant growing up, and how that used to be the workhorse's title. And he said, "You know, Wade Barrett went from Dolph Ziggler." And has just done nothing but run and hide with it since. So he takes it at the end, and now he's going to defend it like a real champion would. I like that. I do too. And we're going to get a really good match out of this that we're going to discuss later. Uh, next, out come the Druids, the Gong hits, and... And then my Dong hits. Every, everyone's like, oh my god, the Undertaker's here. The Undertaker's here. Here comes the casket. Casket comes down to the ring. It Open it up. It looks a little too short to be The Undertaker. Yeah, it's Bray Wyatt. And then the internet goes, oh my god, I can't believe anyone fell for that Hey, I wrote, I wrote in before Bray Wyatt as soon as the casket showed up. Yeah, but what was funny was that all those comments showed up immediately after <laughs> Bray Wyatt popped out. Which <laughs> means everybody who said marks. it was waiting to make sure that they were also not wrong. That's our bonus troll truth for this week, by the way. That's our early troll truth. Oh, fucking stupid people are. Dan, could you do your impression of Sting's reaction to Bray Wyatt coming out of the casket? Okay, I got it. I got it. Right, I'm ready. All right. All right, now. Wow. Wow, I could just feel him pointing at the TV watching backstage. Yep. Here's probably what he was thinking, though. Shit, I wanted that match. All right. <laughs> he was thinking fast lane, fast lane. <laughs> yep. Um, next is the shocker of the night, as a lot of people say, because so Rusev. There's two in the pink and one in the stink. <laughs> of course. The John Cena match. What else would you expect? I mean, the five knuckle shuffle's still out there. 
Uh, Rusev <laughs> defeats John Cena and does so via submission. <laughs> Not only does he do it via submission, but as John Cena said on Raw, as we have said before on this show, he made him tap in the Acolyte. <laughs> the Acolyte. Yes, the Acolyte. Made him tap. But I didn't in. tap! I was knocked out. <laughs> so he tapped in Bradshaw You can't get blood from a John. If he tapped in them, does that mean that those locker room stories were real? Oh, Bradshaw in the shower. And then, guys, y'all got that main event, which was the best career match of Mr. Roman Reigns. Yes, of now course, I have a, a DVD that... with one match. A lot, <laughs> one single a lot match. of that had to do with Daniel Bryan, obviously. But I thought it was a really good match, and I think Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are going to have a much better match than anybody here anticipates. I like everyone's like, see, Roman Reigns can have good matches, and I'm like, well, like have him wrestle Eric Rowan. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. we'll see. We'll see how have good a match. Matches. We'll see how good a match that is. <laughs> have Daniel Bryan wrestle Eric Rowan. You're oh, wait, hasn't that really already match. happened? <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> Daniel Bryan's faced all of them. A year ago, or yep. two years ago. That was a year ago. Or two, no, it was two years ago. God yeah, God. it was a year ago, because they like, were like, oh, shoot, we got to get this over with, because he's got two Mania matches to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he joined right. the Wyatts. Oh, we got to let him unjoin the Wyatts. All right. So what did you guys think of uh, Fastlane? Vroom, vroom, vroom. That was a uh, good show. That was a show that was a show, and it had matches that were good. I didn't think anything other than... Oh, well, actually, wait, let's talk about a little bit more about the main event. I think the, the thing with the main event is, at the end, I think Daniel Bryan saying, kick his ass, did more oh, than yeah. anything else yeah. anyone could have said. It, it was better than any of the build-up. It, yeah, it was better it. than any of Rome. It was better than the Raw is Snow promo where Rome was like, "Yeah, my dad threw me in the pool. I almost drowned and died, but I found my way back up." Hustle, loyalty, and respect, Samoan style. But no, him saying that and and kind of saying, "Okay, I accept that you beat me, but you you better go finish yeah. the job." Like I think I think that's good. Finish the fight, man. Of course. Yeah. Well, guys, that's going to take us to uh, this week's top 10 hit list in wrestling. And why am I not including the pay-per-view? Because, to me, a pay-per-view should always be reviewed in its entirety, because they only happen once a month anyway. And at this way, I can focus my 10 on the goings-ons during the week, from Raw through, well, LOL Impact. Yeah, don't watch that. So, Raw through SmackDown. Nah, LOL, don't watch that either. Raw to Lucha. There we go. All right, so number, number 10. Number 10. Curtis Axel is still in the Royal Rumble, and now he's got a countdown clock listing the amount of time that he's still been in the match. Doesn't he also have an Axelmania shirt? Yes. Yes, he does. A spoof of the Hogan shirt. That's awesome. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see the segment in full because Hulu's. Yes. But uh, the, the angle works because there's been past Royal Rumbles where a guy has just never entered the brackets officially. Um, off the top of my head, 2004 with Spike Dudley, 2005 with Scotty Tuhati, 2008 with Finley. And Some they didn't year with Test. <laughs> yeah, well, Foley took his spot, and they didn't do anything with it. They, they did nothing with it. They ignored it. This time, a low-level guy who arguably is 
low or possibly lower than those guys were on those rosters, is actually getting a storyline out of it. Not only that, but he got a match with Ryback, where Ryback cut a all-the-catchphrases promo, and they promoted something that we're going to talk about in a little bit, the return of a match for WrestleMania. So this is actually helping Curtis Axel out more than anything, more than his return to NXT to get exposure, which he lasted two or three matches before he was out the door. So I say good for him. I'm really happy they're running with this. He's a good hand. He just needs something to make us care. Well, this is making me care. I just All don't right. care! I don't care anymore. All right, let's do number nine. Number nine! Somehow, someway, our truth became a worldwide trend on Twitter as he sat in on commentary for an Intercontinental Championship match or a or just a match involving Intercontinental Championship people. I don't even remember what the match was at this point. I just remember Truth Dolph was on commentary. Versus Barrett. Barrett, yeah. That's right. Truth is on commentary and he goes Because he beat Barrett on SmackDown last week. Yeah. He goes hashtag give Truth a chance and somehow that trends. Well, now because course, on Raw, you could just say say hashtag and a million people will do it. Yeah. Now, of course, immediately after that, like, Give Divas a Chance started trending, and Vince responded to that like, We hear you. This is our truth. Wait, wait till you see what happens next. Our truth released. Another two-minute segment. But uh, good for Truth. Truth is another one of those guys where he's more talented than they give him stuff to do because they're just like, Oh, you do this rap song that we like. Keep doing that for a couple of years. Dude. That'll get you over. Uh, on the network this week, I was watching some old pay-per-views. Not old, old, but when R-Truth was in his heel gimmick, and it was fantastic. He was opening a pay-per-view against Rey Mysterio, and he's like, It's a conspiracy that I ain't got no place to park. I had to walk in the rain tonight, y'all. And it was hilarious. It was great. And you know what that pigeon said? None pigeons don't talk. <laughs> he used to make spider stew. What, who, the only one that would eat the spider stew was little Jimmy. Why did that gimmick stop? That was fantastic. Because probably because Vince probably didn't understand it. This is not funny at all. Remember they did those pretty Ricky segments? Actually, then, I don't. <laughs> and then they dropped them entirely. Oh, like, they were terrible. Not. Well, they were. But again, they they showed that truth can actually do more than just dance remember just when sing the got... same song he's been singing for 12 years now <laughs> remember, remember when they when... gave him a new song oh yeah when he yes got uh, actually I mean, yes i that was my uh thing there that, that was on your time thing. hop let's yeah, do the time, time hop again about let's being about being time hop again. that gimmick yes well, you remember when you used to get get crunk with our buck group? strickland Buck Strickland. <laughs> Buck Strickland. And the big D himself. And the big D himself, Rusty Shackleford. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, number eight. Number eight. Uh, two big match announcements for WrestleMania. The Andre Memorial Battle Royal is coming back. Axel entered it and then immediately out came the big guy. To be like, nope, it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. But it's gonna. 
But the initial yeah. the <laughs> initial <laughs> announcement was done by The Miz in a backstage segment where he goes, I've won everything there is in WWE except for the Andre Memorial Battle Royal. And Dan immediately posted on Facebook, LOL, where's that Miz Royal Rumble win? <laughs> and then you're like, King of the Ring, and I'm like, as if that was a thing. And then I got sad. But they also announced that Wade Barrett will defend the IC title in a ladder match against multiple opponents. They haven't announced that. You know any what that yet. means. Now, who do you think one of those opponents is going to be? Who would want to go for the IC title? Yes! Multiple unannounced opponents. He's going to face the Terminator. He's going to face Commando. He's going to face. Your character's name wasn't Commando. <laughs> Kindergarten cop. <laughs> He's also, going to face the last action hero. Those were not your name. Your name is Detective Jack Kimball. You're a cop, you idiot. He's going to face King Lear. <laughs> the movie within a movie. Yes. Yes. Um, He's going Arnold. to face Mr. Freeze. Arnold, I'm surprised his name isn't Batman and Robin. Yeah, he's going to face Batman and Robin. <laughs> Arnold, can I ask you a question while we got you here? Yes. Yes. You, yes. You, well, do you? Uh, this is just a yes or no question. Do you think yes. that at the end of WrestleMania, you will be the new IC champion? Hold on, let me think about this. Yes. 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 There he goes. And there he guessing, goes. And he's guessing down the hallway. He always yeses down the hallway. But, uh, yeah, this should be pretty cool. And, of course, I can't wait to hear all the rage because on SmackDown they teased that Daniel Bryan would be part of that match. And, of course, everyone's going to rage about that. Awesome. No, he should be in the world title match. Uh, no. This is perfect for him. It's Well, they're they're building it right now. Like they said, the whole thing with Ambrose, it's the workhorse title. I mean, the people who are going to be in that match are probably Ambrose, Barrett, Bryan, Ziggler. Um, truth. Truth. Yeah, truth. And so people who are either A, being ignored, or B, being a complete workhorse for the company, I have no problem with that. I wonder what people want to be. Do they want to be in the Battle Royal or do they want to be in the IC title? <laughs> yeah, right? Would you rather Daniel Bryan just be in the Andre Battle Royal? That'll make everyone rage. Yeah. I love Andre, but I would not want to be in the Battle Royal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you want to risk getting injured or risk getting injured? All right, let's talk about uh, number seven. Number seven. I might as well just make this Lucha Underground in general because I <laughs> talked about three things at Lucha that I absolutely loved. And, uh, Dan, you watched the show, so you might have a bit more backstory here. But first of all, we're getting a best-of-five series booked between Aerostar and Drago after they had an awesome back-and-forth match. And this was two Technicios fighting each other. So as Matt Stryker pointed Technicos. out... Technicos. Well, he called Technicios. Them like, yeah, he, I think it said, like, Technicio, and then... I don't really know how you're supposed to pronounce that, actually. But no, uh, That's the way I've been told for ten years now, so... <laughs> yeah. But uh, Dario Cueto came out and booked them in a best-of-five series and said, whoever wins will get one of my... Special favors. Yeah, special favor. <laughs> it's like an ultimate opportunity. I'm like, uh-oh. Ultimate opportunist. Oh, no! He's confirmed. He's returning. My ultimate solution. Yeah. We also, we also had an awesome match between Cage and Prince Puma. Now, Cage is one of those big guys that they should look at because Cage moves like Kevin Steen does. He's a big fat. guy. Oh, wait. No, he's not fat. He's, he's not fat at jacked. all. 
He's a jack guy, but he moves like a cruiserweight. Those are the type of guys they should be looking at. They had an awesome match, and uh, Conan threw in the towel. He did the Arnold Scotland spot. He grabbed the towel and threw it in, so Cage would stop beating the crap out of the champion. But then there was, like, backstage, and he's like, it's all part of the plan, Puma. Yes. Um, Some cool backstage stuff, including Sexy Star demanding that uh, she take on the crew. And Dario Quater gave her Big Rick instead. But next week is Big Rick versus Sexy Star, but the winner gets the crew. The winner gets the crew, yeah. Gets my crew. And, of course, um, the uh, Johnny Mundo and uh, King... What the hell is his name? King Cuerno. Cuerno, Cuerno. Yeah. Cuerno. Yes. No. <laughs> this is one of those. Awesome Even though he's like ma- the manly man, he's like the manly man gimmick going on. Awesome match, great spots, crappy ending, and then uh, Savannah's locked in a trunk right now, or whatever her name is in this company. Yeah, she hasn't been introduced name wise yet. Yeah, she's, but she's still been on, like, every week for two months. Yes. So uh, she's locked in a trunk right now. Nothing else really happened except a. Uh, I kind of wish they did the. Uh, the, the show that she's locked in the trunk by doing the uh, uh, the Dust to Dawn thing where it's just clearly just a picture of it. Yeah. <laughs> they superimposed <laughs> over it. That would be funny. But no, they actually film like it's a real gritty movie, so I don't think they would do that. They actually did a cool <laughs> effect where it like superimposed inside the trunk while the car was driving so you could see her struggling inside. That was cool. Because last week she met up with the monster Dario Cueto's been kept locked up. So. The monster, the monster. So I love how number seven was three things, so we're on number four now, right? Yeah, no, we're on number six. Number six. <laughs> so uh, at the end of NXT, Alex Riley got his shit ruined. <laughs> when Kevin Owens... This is number six, not number one? <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs> he got his shit pushed. <laughs> he got his shit ruined. It was awesome. Because he's like, why would you do that? That's your friend. Well, I don't care. Well, I wouldn't do that because I'm a man. Kevin Owens like... As a man, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Kevin Owens like, all right, I'm screw this. I'm a man. Gets up and walks out. Comes back at the very end of the match. And you know it's coming. In, and just grabs Riley and just be- throws him over the table. And Riley looks like a punk. And it's great because it's all going to lead to Alex Riley's triumphant return to the ring just so he can get fed to Kevin Owens. Oh, I thought he was dead after this. Like, this was his Muhammad Hassan moment. (laughs) His Paul Bearer moment? (laughs) Drown Alex Riley in oatmeal. Even though Paul Bearer came back, like, three years later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just had to eat his way through the oatmeal. And then he died for real three years after that. (laughs) Because of the oatmeal. God. All right. Uh, Number five. Number five. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns confrontation on Raw that leads into Paul Heyman confrontation with Roman Reigns, building up this main event at WrestleMania as a must-see event. And it's all done without the presence of Brock Lesnar. Now, why Brock wasn't there? Well, that's a completely different story. But this promo was awesome, and it sold the WrestleMania main event. Absolutely sold it. And you know why? Why? Because Paul Heyman. Where I'm going to disagree with you there is, first of all, I think that Daniel Bryan, um, kind of not passing the torch, but like giving the approval of Roman Reigns 
was was good. That was really well done. It reminded me a lot of the Hardys and Edge and Christian when they had their ladder match, and afterwards right. they is had this, that. Is it a show of night. respect? I think it was halfway a show of respect and another halfway of being like, "All right, internet fans, Brian's okay with it. You need to be too." Right, right. He's, I, he's they're making him say that. Well, what did you like about it? Well, as much as I like Paul Heyman, I felt like this was just another retread of the same promo. I feel like that the only promo for Roman Reigns, because there's so little character to go off of, is that he's this guy from this violent isle of Samoa, and no matter he could be the anyone most in violent the island, can't be Brock Lesnar. Yes, 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 the most violent island of isle of Samoa, and I didn't even know there was more than one. So either I just got an awesome geography lesson or someone's full of You shit. did get an awesome geography lesson because I spit some Wikipedia on you afterwards. Yes. But it yeah, it's, I... from, it's the ultimate source of information, the source that Jason Shin quotes more than anything. And if it's from Wikipedia, then it must be true. But I feel like Paul Heyman, unfortunately, has he's done all that he can with the material that is Roman Reigns. Like, there's nothing... There's nothing more but to really see, target but there. But you see, that's where I would I would counter back and say, he's taking a limited Roman Reigns and building it up to be special, and that's what I feel like. That's what he's yes, doing. Yes, but he has to do stuff. this four more raws. Right, <laughs> he, he has to do Roman Sames for four more raws. Well, let's talk about why Brock Lesnar wasn't Sames. on wasn't on Raw because the internet's going nuts with this, and even though it's is this the number official. four? <laughs> no, 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 no. This isn't on here, but we should talk this about it This is bonus! Yeah. Uh, the official word from WWE is this is not true. But the reason that Brock Lesnar apparently story. was not on Raw is because he angrily walked out when he found out that Roman Reigns failed a wellness violation test, and he was still going to the main event of WrestleMania to go over Brock. Which, <laughs> Brock was like, which would be. This. Which would be hilarious if not only Brock Lesnar, not only the fans, not only Daniel Bryan, not only everybody in the known universe, not only the illegal drugs that found their way into Roman Reigns' system, every single thing in the universe knows that this is not the right way to go. <laughs> it's just it's just uh, writing on the wall. And it's funny because, I mean, we don't know for sure if he failed a drug test. It's just a rumor at this point. But, I mean, if he did... It's kind of bullshit, and you could kind of go back and see why somebody like Punk left, because Brian hasn't been suspended for any of those things, and he's a model employee, and meanwhile, he just can't catch, you know, he can't catch a, he got his break last year, but now he can't catch, like, a consistent break, because he got injured since he came back. It just seems like right. they don't know where to put him, but... Well, that's, that's, um, it's, it's a lot of what, can I, I, I hate to rehash this, but it's true, but it's a lot of what happened at the end of WCW. There was so much documentation about... All this favoritism being put on guys at the top of the card, like how Randy Savage walked out on a pay-per-view and like had a gun in his bag and threatened Hogan, but he was still getting a big push. And Hall and Nash were walking out and crying like babies. And Buff Bagwell was refusing to job. And Steiner was refusing to job. And Sid was being a dick. And it's like, and all these guys got pushes. And the entire undercard who showed up on time, never did drugs behave themselves got buried and lost in the fold so they were all like fuck this company had all the good matches <laughs> had all the good matches yeah and then all defected at once as one giant stable well th this is what i will say and then we'll move on to the next number um if it turns out that roman reigns did in fact fail a wellness violation and he's still going in the main event of wrestlemania then fuck that fuck that that's not fair that's fucking randy orton rules right there 
I bet. I Chris will is, say that. I bet Chris's number one is CM Punk's butt. Oh, all over WWE. Spoilies, spoilies. <laughs> no, that's also not on my list. But let's talk about that too, because what the fuck? CM butt. Um, <laughs> CM butts. So let's talk about how. So when I first saw this, um, on Facebook, I thought it was some like Mark account. And then I realized I was looking at WWE's Facebook in my newsfeed, and WWE hired somebody to go through this footage to of prove, one match. <laughs> yes, to prove that the area that which you cannot see because Punk actually showed it on uh, Opie's radio show. Yeah, it's under his trunks, you idiot. Right. So they're like, there is no mark on his back. I don't know what you're talking about. But they're and like, he's got the scar from the surgery. So they, you guys yes. are idiots. And they make a three-minute montage of punk butt. CM butts, which uh, Shin Fap too, probably. And the, the funny thing is, like, even if you if you look close enough at the picture, like, uh, he has the stars on. Well, the back I, of his I definitely did not look close enough <laughs> at the picture, but. But but I mean, like, it, it's you know you could see there is something there. Dead ass. Um, but <laughs> what's but, Daddis? Yeah, Daddis. <laughs> but um, it's it's really funny that they went through the trouble to do this after Chris A Man, the doctor, A Man, A Man, A <laughs> Man. I think you need a Z pack. <laughs> the worst alphabet ever. Oh. <laughs> Canadian doctor A Man. <laughs> So that means you need a Zed pack. <laughs> a Zod pack. Oh my oh. god! Um, oh god, I'm fucking crying. So, it was funny, <laughs> Image was telling me that um, on the S.H.I.E.L.D. DVD, which I haven't watched, uh, <laughs> they're, Chris Aman is the guy who's treating the people backstage, and Dean Ambrose is like, can't this doctor ever freaking look at me? And he's like, I feel like I have to, like, I never know what's going on with this guy. Like, that's not incriminating to be on your company's DVD when wow. then you put out a video about a guy, you're like, here's his butt. He ain't got nothing wrong with him. He's uh, a liar. There ain't nothing wrong with that ass. I, th- I, th- <laughs> I think it really makes them look petty. Every no, single time does. they mention anything about CM Punk, it just it's makes them look petty. more... C- CM Petty. <laughs> more petty and more guilty. More petty than Tom. <laughs> Richard Petty? I don't think Pat knows who that is. I don't. He's the king. <laughs> he is the king. Pat's, Pat's like, what's sports? Oh, it's a sports thing? I was like, is this Doctor <laughs> Who nerd stuff? No, Richard Petty's a NASCAR driver. Is this is this Pokemon? <laughs> or he was like twenty two years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, that's one of my favorite stories from Jericho's book when he's go when he goes to Smoky Mountain for the first time. He's like, Why is there a picture of Burt Reynolds and Smokey and the Bandit on that billboard? And Cornette's like, What? That's Richard Petty. He's like, I'm from Canada. What the hell do I know about NASCAR? <laughs> you mean NASCAR. Nas. <laughs> Wipe out. Wipe out HD. Good but lord. Could could it be any more imba- I think it's embarrassing that WWE even released this video in no, defense. It is. I think I think it makes them look I think it makes them look petty, it makes them look stupid. It makes them look like they don't have a case. It also makes them look like they care after Triple H was like, Yeah, we really don't care. 
Yeah. We, we, we don't care. Ugh. Yeah, I don't Ugh. care. Yeah. You want you want to you want to talk about uh number four? Number Randy Orton is back. Four. No. <laughs> no, that's definitely not on the list. Um, <laughs> number four, the primetime players beat the Ascension. No, I'm kidding. That's not on my list. Uh, Finn they? Balor took on yes. the Brian Kendrick in his return to NXT, and this was I'm the awesome man with the plan because they built it up with promo videos. He actually came out doing the old gimmick and everything. All the promo videos were awesome because Big Zeke is in like a bunch of clips, and he's definitely not coming back with him. Good old Rick Lawn. But Kendrick and Finn Balor had an awesome match, which of course led to the Owens beating the shit out of Alex Riley piece. So. And uh, somebody just let the dogs out by the pool. But yes, Brian Kendrick is back in NXT, and that's awesome. The Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. Who apparently someone in our group has never heard of. Is that legit? This... I don't know. Well, you're an idiot if you don't know who that is. Like, you're a complete idiot. I don't know how you could... Life. I, like, like I know he was a not. fan while he was the Brian Kendrick, so... So then you're an idiot, right? All right. But good for him being back. I'm surprised he's back, considering his shoot interview with Paul London. They sat there and smoked weed on camera the whole time and said, fuck WWE because they wouldn't let us be potheads. So either he uh, kicked the weed to the curb or because weed is starting to get legalized everywhere, WWE's like, eh, fuck it, it ain't that bad. It's even legal in D.C. <laughs> so. Yep. All right. So number three. Number three. He is free. Finally. Rey Mysterio is out of the WWE. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say Samoa Joe. <laughs> no, we did that last week. No, Rey Mysterio is finally freed. This bullshit where they're holding him hostage. Joey Samoe. It's the stupidest goddamn thing ever. You know how I heard it happen? That Harry Potter hit a sock in the book. <laughs> that's like, hey, more references. God, that's get. two references I don't get in this show. And he's like, Ray Ray is free! He's a free elf! <laughs> Ray Ray's a free elf! <laughs> but when I made the joke about Voldemort not having a nose, you got that. Yeah, because I've seen a million pictures of Voldemort. <laughs> and then from now on, all the cool stuff he does is going to be done by Neville instead. By Adrian Neville instead. By Adrian Neville. <laughs> Adrian Longbottom. Because, like, all the, other, all the other cool things that happens with Dobby besides hashtag Dobby dies is done by Neville in the movies. Spoilies! (laughs) Hashtag Dobby dies. Wow, I'm gonna know from the first time I see this character if I ever watch these movies. Well, it's it's not like it's a new thing. I think (laughs) Dobby dies everywhere. It's safe because I'm never gonna watch them. Right. You know what? I thought that at one point and I was proud that I didn't watch them and then all of a sudden I watched them. You know, I, I read was them like, like twice. You know what? Funny story. I was like that too. And then when I first <laughs> I like, met Shannon, this. she's like, "You need to read the Harry Potter books because they're amazing." And she loaned them to me. And I'm like, "Okay, I guess I'll read these." And I read the first book. I'm like, "This was awesome. I need to watch this movie now. I need to read this all these books." Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number two. Number two. Luke and Butch, the Bushwhackers, are going in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, and with awesome. all, the, all the talk about who's being inducted and not, this is only the fourth people officially announced. Oh, you know what's funny? They didn't, they didn't go, there's speculation that the Bushwhackers, they were just like, the Bushwhackers are going in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that is that weird, that, that WWE story, app thing. 
Yeah, the story broke on, like, Stuff.com, which is a New Zealand website. And they're just like, they're super proud of this, so I guess we should just acknowledge that this is what's happening. The proud, yeah. And it's time for another bonus troll truth. Bonus! Uh, The next Hall of Fame inductees are the Bushwhackers? Seriously? Tag Team Jobbers are Hall of Fame worthy? I can't wait until they're joined by the Hardthrobs and the Dicks. Uh. Speaking of Dicks. Yeah, thanks, idiot. Uh, Bushwhackers, fun fact, my father's favorite tag team. Awesome. I love the Bushwhackers. Good for them. And, uh, yes, that spot at WrestleMania 5 when, I believe it's Luke at the gateway. Grabs <laughs> Cops a feel. Um, I, I only know that that happened because when I watched that at Joey Image's house, he rewound it about six or seven times and made us rewatch it giggling all the way. Of course he did. Of course he did, because that's Joe. Love you, Joe. And my father's uh, favorite singles wrestler, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh. You know, when I was a kid, I was a big Jim Duggan fan, too. But that's because he waved around the American flag and yelled. So, what the hell did I know? I was also a big Jake Roberts fan, but apparently I was smarter. Smart enough to figure that one out. So, yeah. You just liked the snake, because you were dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose that's possible. It's an animal! <laughs> Everyone had no, animals. No, but you know what? I didn't like Coco Beware. <laughs> He had an animal. <laughs> racist. <laughs> Death shit. racist. He hates a black guy with a colorful pet. Jeez. No, I, but I like the junkyard dog. And yeah, but he wore white him. tights. Freaking racist. <laughs> Why did you guys have to bring up race again? Because oh. ne- we're never going to get rid of him. Next year, I want to do a special in February on the network. It's going to be no, called. No, you're not. No, you're it's not. It's going to be called. Erase the race. No. God. No. We're going to take every black superstar and we're going to erase their legacy. By, by literally <laughs> deleting all the footage you have of them? Yes. Erase the race. <laughs> so it's the Benoit rule? We're going to uh, have it hosted by Seth Rollins so he can tell them all that your black history. Good lord. All right, guys. And my number one favorite thing in wrestling this week. Number one. Yes, of course they did. Is that when Jon Stewart went to do his moment of zen on The Daily Show, he was interrupted by Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins invited him to Raw for a confrontation. And that's awesome because Jon Stewart is one of my absolute favorite things about Comedy Central. Who's Jon Stewart? Oh my god, and somebody doesn't know who that is, like, you don't have to watch The Daily Show to know who Jon Stewart is. You don't even have to like The Daily Show to know who Jon Stewart is. Yeah. Come on, man. If you're an American, you know who Jon Stewart is. By the way, I also own copies of America, the book, and its sequel, Earth, the book. Which are so amazing. So, so amazing. But, uh, yes, that was awesome. I hope it leads to WrestleMania involvement, because this is actually... This is probably the best celebrity involvement we've had in a long time. Because <laughs> he gets Parker. stories right? He knows characters? Because he knows the product? Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. He, yeah, he at least gets the specifics right. right? He's not that and a little bit of enthusiasm is like the best thing the best thing you can get from celebrity involvement. And he was freaking hilarious. Did you, see, did you see the cliff? Rollins almost broke character at least four times. He's not going to be in the corner of the Anaconda Randy Lindsay 
Yes, and do we love no. Bobby? Oh, I'm gonna pick Booby to represent me in the Millionaire match. Why? Bobby God, because that's who Creative told me is gonna represent me. <laughs> Bobby Lindsay. All right. That's who Vince picked. So. As always, we want you guys to give us some stuff to talk about, stuff that you guys liked from this week in wrestling. So, of course, the first topic is about main event. Because everybody told me that the Lucha Dragons were on main event this week, so I went to the WWE Network to watch this week's version, and it did not consist of any Lucha Dragons. Well, there was one showed... of them. There was the Lucha, yeah, not the there Dragon. Was a, there was a. Um, as it turns out, they used last week's episode and rehashed it as this week's episode, which is apparently a discrepancy between their contract with their international deal or whatever. Sky Sports um, in the in the uck. Yeah. Uh, Shin wants us to discuss it, but there's really nothing to discuss. It's just that they put up a different episode, and I couldn't tell you why. Maybe this week they'll put up last week's, and we'll find, we'll see. I saw the match on YouTube. I thought it was it was a good match. I'm I'm glad they're thinking about moving those guys up to the main roster. I think that NXT tag spot is already pretty crowded. And, and Yeah, but like Sami Zayn's been doing the the uh, house shows for a year and a half and still hasn't been called up. So Right, but I think there's a lot of room for Callisto on the main roster, especially with Ray officially gone now. So I'm oh, yeah, hoping we, that's something We need do. someone to move merch for kids. Yeah, right. bring, up, bring up two guys with masks, only this time it's the, the better Zinkara. The one who actually can work and doesn't have cry. Four different levels of masks to sell. Cardboard with a piece of elastic. Yep. <laughs> All the way to an actual replica yeah. of the mask. Yeah, the, the actual replica, and then there's like two cheap fabric versions in between. And then you do <laughs> like five multiple colors in each one. So oh. much money. I like the cardboard one that's just a flat picture of the mask that the kid straps to his face. That's the best one. <laughs> they should come out wearing that to the ring one time. Not over their masks, just as their masks. <laughs> and they spend the board. entire match adjusting it like Ray card, at 21. By the way, I heard them chanting for the Lucha Dragons on Underground this week. Lucha, oh, yes. Lucha, <laughs> Lucha. <laughs> um... <clears throat> so, Dan Dahl has a topic for the show. What would you think of Kayfabe letting a New World Champion pick which title belt he wanted to carry, and then they discuss its history a bit? Do so, what? So, like, they become the World Champion, and then they get to go to, like, a hall of championships and pick one? And they pick the Winged Eagle, like, almost every time? <laughs> That's what I would pick. <laughs> um, that would be a really cool idea. I... What, what, who do you think would be a good contender to do that? Not Roman Reigns. Roman Roman Reigns would take the spinner title. Ah, oh, this one this right one, here. This one's really cool, baby girl. Watch the <laughs> no, spin. So Roman Reigns does not get to do this storyline. You know what? Based on what they're doing with Ambrose, that would be a perfect storyline for him. How he's bringing back the workhorse like aura of the IC so title. What do you do, though? You just go to the the WWE vault and you're like yeah like, this one it could be like a whole network show where he's just like alright you know this title there's a lineup of belts like a high school football player picking his college and there's a lineup of hats <laughs> I hope he just gets to the one that's got the spinner and just goes this one sucks and just walks on to the next one 
Um, Before, again, selecting the winged eagle. Yeah. Did you know that Ring of Honor announced the return of Global Wars and War of the Worlds, the cross-promotional pay-per-view with New Japan? No, I did not. Well, Chev wants to know what type of matches you'd want to see. Nakamura versus just about anybody. (laughs) Nakamura versus insert talent here. Except for, like, the great Kali. I want to see, like, Ibushi versus uh, Matt Seidel. Let's go, Seidel. <laughs> wow, that's match. old. <laughs> um, Shin wants to know if we think that established talent coming through NXT will be a regular occurrence, or if Kendrick is just a one-shot deal. Well, they got uh, our Hino. also Rhino, so... Yes. And he was on this week, and he did a little promo thing. I think the right people should go there. If, yeah. like, somebody that's been a world champion a bunch comes back, they're going to the main roster. But Rhino and Brian Kendrick, they go to the, they go to the next. Yeah. Well, his next point was something that I totally would like to see. Like, what if they keep bringing guys back? For example, Pirate Paul Burchill arrives with Regal as the GM, and Regal flips his shit over it. Now, that would be awesome if Paul Burchill comes back in the pirate gimmicks. Just be like, hey, this didn't get a chance to get over, so here I am in NXT. You know, you know not in a video game. Because <laughs> you know where that gimmick would get over insanely well? NXT. NXT. <laughs> I want- Full Sail University! Oh my god! I don't want it to become oversaturated, though. I, I think... No, it's got to be, like, a small handful of guys. Right. I think Rhino is, a is you know, that's a great idea to throw him in the mix. Kendrick is another one. I mean, and it could do for them, eventually, what it did for Tyson Kidd, where now he's the tag team champion on the main shows. But even if it doesn't, you know, these young guys getting to work with them, they're veterans in this industry. So it's still it a great be... thing either way part of the developmental job or whatever, you know. You know, I see this guy every day in the developmental center. (laughs) In the performance center. Yes, because he works there as well as you. (laughs) Oh, uh, this week I walked out of the room and what's those guys' names? The the, um, tag team something something and Jason something. Uh, Ty Dillinger and Jason Jordan. Yes, that's it. The guys with the the Halloween theme. Yes. I walked out of the room, and the, and then uh, I think it was like Renee. She's like, Jason, Jason. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's interviewing Jason Albert. Is he going to get back in the ring? And I walked back in the <laughs> no, room. Like, oh, he's no, missing, he's missing in the mall. And he's like, Jason. <laughs> oh, God. His Jason. red balloon. Press X to Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason. Oh, man. Y- y'all yeah, got to play that does. heavy rain. If you guys like Ty Dillinger, by the way, you got two Ty Dillinger matches on NXT this week. Because Jason Jordan walked out on him, and then he's like, Guess seriously, what? bro? And then... and then Guess uh, what? I don't like Ty Dillinger. Pat's favorite well, wrestler comes out and squashes him. Oh. Well, I think I think he liked Ty Dillinger by comparison. For about 30 seconds, bum, you bum, loved Ty bum, Dillinger. Bum. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And I love that Tyler Breeze has a selfie stick that's... It's furry. Yeah. It's furry like his cell phone. <laughs> and then he sees a day with Tommy's Tommy. behind him, and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, shit. I, I think it's funny, though, that, that Robbie E. was doing that selfie stick thing for a while, and it was pretty funny. And then Tyler Breeze does it, and it's super over. 
Because it's got the fur on it, bro. You know what the difference is? Showmanship. Yep. Big showmanship. (laughs) Well. Well. Alright, next thing from a person. Well, you know what time it is, guys. It's time for Troll Truth. Even though we've already had two bonus ones already. Oh, yeah. Um, we got we got tons of great comments from him, from our old pal Heyman, during the uh, pay-per-view. I posted them in the group, so I'm sure you guys all saw it. But we had something even better come up this week. When they announced that Wade Barrett would be defending the title against multiple WWE superstars, and then showed a bunch of ladder match clips like the WrestleMania 2001, the TLC, and everything. Well, he posts on this, and he goes... I can't wait for Dolph Ziggler to somehow be eliminated in a non-elimination match simply to appease Vince's undying hatred of him. <laughs> okay. When does it stop? Wait, so how am I supposed to respond to this? This is already too funny. <laughs> you don't, because it's the most asinine thing he's said in at least three weeks. And at least if it was TNA, it would be elimination. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because they have done that. They've had they have done ladder matches where there was eliminations. Do you ever think about just not coming on Facebook? No. You mean oh, you mean like those people who get mad when people post Walking Dead spoilers because they weren't watching it live? And my initial reaction is. You really can't be off Facebook for an hour until you can catch up. Is it that important that you live you know, on Facebook? It, it's kind of funny because... I'm just like, why? What, what are you doing? You're able catch... to be on Facebook, but you don't, you're not able to watch the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I understand both sides of it. Yes, you, you could be a little more considerate and not blatantly post spoilers as they happen live. Because it's true, a lot of people don't get to watch stuff as it's happening right then and there. But at the same time, if you're that concerned about it, just stay the fuck off social media. When when something happens, I'll give you an example. Um, last year, when I would miss a pay-per-view because I just wasn't able to watch it that week, I avoided Facebook, Twitter, and WrestleZone until I sat down with the network in front of me watched the event, and then I went on to see what happened because I didn't want to be spoiled. And guess well, what? I wasn't spoiled. I, I feel like that's, you know, a lot of people complain about that, but um, I get everything next day, pretty much. And I don't complain, I don't ever run across Walking Dead spoilers because if I see something in my newsfeed, all I have to do is scroll past it with my finger on my iPad. That's it. Or on your computer, you just have to wheel your mouse past it. I just don't pay attention to it. Same thing with Raw. And you know what? Who cares if something gets spoiled on Raw because I'm either I might not get on the Hulu cut anyway, or it's not that impo- it's not earth shattering. When's the last time an earth shattering thing happened on Raw? Good point. It's sting. That's a picture of Sting. <laughs> it's a picture of Sting. My God, Maggle. Yeah. So that, that's a thing. I. This is fun to talk about, but uh, see, here's the thing, you guys, especially for those of you guys who are newer listeners to the show. Um, yeah, we talk about this Hey Man character a lot, who is a real-life troll that uh, Pat and I have the unfortunate pleasure of knowing in person. Dan is incredibly lucky to have only spoken with this person through Xbox Live or through text on the internet. But here's the thing. 
Unfortunately, there are lots of trolls on the internet, and some of them have access to WWE's official Facebook page. Yes, they do. They do. Uh, this week we're looking at a post about the Flintstones cartoon, which is now available on DVD and Blu-ray, and Ooh. from what speaking I've seen. Of, speaking of things that weren't in my top ten. Speaking of things that you need to review, just like you reviewed Scooby-Doo. Oh my god. Alright, maybe for next week's show I'll do that. Uh, but from what I hear, like the voices are fucking terrible. Like They make uh, Slam City sound good. So. <laughs> oh, but they it's didn't the get actual the... people doing the voices! Uh, of Fred and Barney? <laughs> oh, no, not of them. No. Like, it seems um, like they didn't even try. But anyway. Barney! My fruity but... pee balls! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, oh I actually God. liked the Scooby-Doo movie, even though I was never a Scooby-Doo kid. You know, I know about Scooby-Doo, and I know the characters and everything, and I actually really liked it. So I'm willing to give this one a chance, but I just don't think it's going to be as good. Although, to be fair, because they're trying to pun up all the names, like Mr. McMagma, I might just enjoy it for CM that. CM Punk Rock? Yes. Who's probably... <laughs> I hope they find a way to, like, Benoit him out of it. Like, they'd be no, like, they're just, AJ they're Lee, just... she's like Kane with lipstick. They're going to show a three-minute video of, of his animated character, and they're going to be like, look, there's no mark on his butt. <laughs> look at that butt. Oh, my God. That was actually one of the best reviews I ever did for this show. It was also, like, forever long. <laughs> I know, but it was so worth it because you guys, everybody enjoyed it when it's that ridiculous. All right, so totally we're talking ridiculous. about the Flintstones, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Uh, with there to be... Still better than Roman then. Reigns. <laughs> Still okay. better than then Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. <laughs> yes. Hey, baby girl. He's going after that Betty Rubble. Gonna wait on the Jetson version. <laughs> Me oh. too. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I was always a Jetsons fan more than a Flintstones fan. <laughs> Gonna wait for that Jetsons version. Uh, our next comment is Pollock. What? Pollock. Pollock. There is three Ks. There are three Ks. Yes, there are. <laughs> Unrelated. Dirty sucks. Bring back Attitude Era. The answer for everything. Of course. <laughs> the theory of I hate everything. Ugh. Bring back a attitude arrow. Even though, even though if you watch the uh, raw Fallout from Stardust, oh, it was awesome. He's saying that he's gonna he's gonna one by one take out all the remnants of the attitude era. More character development in three minutes. Then... In a promo to his wife. And then... Did you just say three minutes? <laughs> oh, three minutes and we're out here. <laughs> Aren't, isn't that just um, one minute and 30 seconds now? Oh, it's 90 seconds? Oh, yes. God. <laughs> and with our last, our last uh, one this week is, wait a second. A new challenger is approaching. It's, it's. 
It's Hey Man! Oh my god. Oh my god. This is what it's like when segments collide. This is what it's like when segments collide! Oh, you no. ready to go? No, I'm not. I have to get popcorn. I'm really, I'm really not, but okay. Here we go. <clears throat> um, I can't believe anything this terrible actually exists. <laughs> that was it? Was yeah. there an arrow pointing to himself? <laughs> I was grabbing the comments while I was chatting with Chris on Facebook, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> and oh he's my like, God. what? <laughs> He's like, shattering. what? I'm like, Earth-shattering. I, I found somebody in the Facebook comments. Did you tell him who, or was this a surprise and to him just as like, much as it was to and me? And he's like, who? And I was like, I'll give you three I, guesses, but you won't need them. I, I, well, I gave you two guesses, and the other one could have been possible. Nope, I have that person blocked. I don't see him. Oh, yeah. Which is hilarious, because in the sports group I'm in, he's still in there, so I constantly get phantom new posts. Like, the little thing next to the group will say, like, three new posts. I click on it, no new posts. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, that was great. That's a good He just way. invaded. We're taking over. But we prefer taking under. Of course. Of course. All right, guys. So, uh... It's time to end our show with everyone's favorite segment, Points or Buried. Yes, Pat's favorite yes. part of the show. Sting prefers. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Good lord. <laughs> Dead air for comedic effect. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so here's what your task was for this week. Uh, this was a submission by Dan Dahl, who actually gave me a couple, quite a few submissions. We're going to use a couple of these. But this one was the most uh, time-sensitive one, so I wanted to make sure we got it out there. Remember how the other week Roman Reigns came out and distracted Daniel Bryan's match by just randomly signing autographs for people? Oh, he threw his hands up in the air sometimes. Yes. Yeah. So here's what I asked everybody to do. Imagine that you were sitting front row at the WWE show, and Roman Reigns came out during a match that you really wanted to see, and found a way to distract you from it. How did Roman Reigns go about doing that? Well, we got a couple of good submissions here. Now, as I mentioned to Pat before we went live, I know he's not a huge fan of the wordier entries, but some of these that are wordy are really friggin' funny. So, all rules out the window, because arbitrary rules are arbitrary, and it's time to tell you guys how Roman Reigns distracted you. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. So, this first entry is going to have to break a typical rule because it's not funny on its own. It's just funny with who submitted it. Because Roman Reigns stands in front of me for no reason whatsoever, submitted by Mike Simpson. Oh. He's just standing in front of him doing nothing. Because you can't get up and walk away. <laughs> Wow, is he in like the middle seat so he can't go anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
god. <laughs> I thought that made it even funnier that that was in sex submission. Uh, <laughs> so what do you say? Let's give that points. Because I'd feel bad for him. <laughs> of course. His legs don't. <laughs> Alright. Oh god. <laughs> Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, and here I am, stuck in the middle with ooze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Alright. So next... <laughs> this, here's what he does to the next person. He gallops out on a magical unicorn and steals a popcorn vendor's name tag. <laughs> what? That would certainly be annoying and distracting. <laughs> that is totally nonsensical. I give that points. Right. Points to Dan Dahl, who came up with the game, so good job. Only if he comes out on a unicorn and we still hear, Burda! 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 <laughs> I was trying to go to the candy to the candy mountain. Or the Yuna, it was, Charlie. Yuna, Yuna, corns are real. All right, next person, Roman Reigns is asking me if I want to unite the seven. Oh God! Because <laughs> he's from Mamoa. Because <laughs> he's Mamoa. That's funny. That gets points. <laughs> Matt also wants to untie the seven. Okay. Um, you not this fist. <laughs> the next, the next person. He uh, keeps asking me to join his class on how to anal fist properly. Oh my god. <laughs> so he's so that's distracting you from a match. So it must be Jason Shin. No, Jason it's Shin not. Is, is actually more uh, blatant. <laughs> yeah. <And> somehow. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that one. <laughs> I, I give this a, I give this cringe points. So something tells me I'm giving cringe points again. Then he's gonna Never. stick this fist up your ass. Taylor Chadwick, you got cringe points. All right. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So this next one, it sits and reads Fifty Shades of Grey, asking if he sounds stronger than the lead character. <laughs> okay, the that gets points too. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then no, because he's submissive. Right? Isn't that the point? <laughs> yes. So, of course, he sounds stronger than her. Right? God. That was uh, 50 shades of points for Don Mario. <laughs> okay. Roman stands in front of me. So, Roman stands in front of me, making dolphin noises and asking why he wasn't considered for Aquaman. His conclusion? Because they didn't want Aquaman to look strong. It's not as funny as when someone already submitted something like that. Uh-oh, what does that mean? I think that means it gets... Take it away, Sting. What does it get? I actually heard him lean into the microphone. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Joseph Kalaya III. You have been stingberry. Silent buried. Silent buried. Okay. <clears throat> this next This next one's a mouthful, giggity. But uh here we go. He comes down and stands right in front of me wearing a hay man shirt and continues to explain how he supports the hay man 
and realizes the hate movement. How, yes, and realizes just how much he himself actually sucks and doesn't deserve to be in the big leagues, and then <laughs> walks away with an uncooked cheese pizza. That he didn't have when he was there talking to you. <laughs> no. Oh, this this clearly gets points. <laughs> that was Glenn Cookin's entry. That's great. He just, a pizza just materializes. Okay. This Uncooked, next... of course. Yeah, of course. All right. The next person <laughs> says that he gives me a choice of who he should Superman punch: Marga Kidder, Terry Hatcher. Kate Bosworth or Amy Adams. Wow. Get it? Because they all played Lois Lane. Oh. Oh, that's hilarious. No, that actually is pretty funny. I just didn't get the reference. I was busy thinking of the fact that uh, uh, does does Heyman hate The Simpsons for the same reason he hates NXT, and that's he because Homer says. No, I just figured Homer says dough, and he hates pizza. Oh, like yeah. pizza. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I just tried to link that together. So sorry your entry wasn't as funny to me because I was trying to link together a, a Heyman <laughs> joke. So uh, I'm going to have to give you no points this week. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> because you were too distracted by your own Yeah, shit. yeah, you gotta, exactly. He's got to get his shit in. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own shit going on, man. I don't need to put you over, too. Now, does that mean that this person did not well this week? It means they weld. I just wasn't paying attention. Oh, good. So, so they're they're not buried. They're just not getting points. That's fair. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, arbitrary rules are arbitrary. Right. So that's a first. Okay. Yes. Here's the next one. Roman, Roman stands in front of me, repeatedly telling me Snapple facts, exclaiming, <laughs> believe that, as loud as he possibly can after each one. There's just like a mound of caps next to him by the end of the match. And then Paul Hammond shows up and he goes, Diet Peach, my favorite! <laughs> this gets points for sure. Plus I wasn't trying to think of another joke, so... <laughs> that was Stephen Arthur's entry. That's really good. <laughs> I got teased from Wendy the Snapple Lady. Believe that. <laughs> Wendy the Snapple Lady? Are you like a hundred? What are you, 90 or 100? 90 100. <laughs> oh my god. What are you, like without fleas? Uh, I love how we keep on making SWF jokes now that we're part of the media ball. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, this next person says, "If I can see him, I'm already distracted by that cover of a romance novel physique." Oh wow, Jason Shin? No. <laughs> this is disturbing. Unless it's a girl. It is a girl. Oh, okay. So uh, let's give her girl points. Unless a half eld again. It's not her. No. There's nope. another girl? Yeah, Joseph Yeah, there's Myers. girl. There's also oh. a girl. This is not that girl. Oh. There's a well, third girl? <laughs> yeah, Josette Myers. Oh, yeah, Josie. Yeah, so, so uh, no points, but... She's a full-grown woman. At, at least you didn't get buried. You just got girl wow. points, which, according to Pat, are worth nothing. Yeah. But it does make them feel so good. That was you, Christopher. No, it was not. Because my... Phone is silent. That was me. Not me. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Do something, baby girl. Yeah, okay, uh, check your email. <laughs> you obviously <laughs> just got. <laughs> and be distracted as our next <laughs> entry is read. No, don't be distracted because this is another long one, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> this was edited for grammar error, which makes it even funnier. He sits down next to me and asks if I'm ready to make him look strong, baby girl. All the while, I keep telling him I'm a dude, but he keeps shushing me and running his hands through my hair while whispering how he's going to cock his fists and insist he's going to show me how strong he is. Believe that. Oh, God. Oh, that's cringy's plus regular. All right. Siobhan Ferguson, 150 points. He's making that dare come back. <laughs> I, I recommend dare. a haircut, Chef. Bleed <laughs> <laughs> that. Hayton Manning has a ridiculously long neck. I know, that's what makes it so funny. <laughs> he's got a long he's got a long face too. Oh, I'm not gonna yeah. say he looks like a horse, but if he walked into a bar, the bartender would say, Hey fella! Why the long face? Also, Hayton Manning, um, his neck is a completely different color than the rest of his entire face. <laughs> Doesn't matter, mad paint skills. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Right. Uh, next person says, he asked me if he wants, if we want to have a tea party with him, like he did for his daughter in the Be a Father campaign they did last year. Oh. The angry giant! I'm going to say no points, baby girl. Oh. Jeff Trellowitz, no points. The next person says, He walks over to me dressed as Mr. Freeze and says, After I win the World Heavyweight title, I'm going after... Arnold, what title would that be? The IC title! Yes! 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 Points. Frozen points. <laughs> frozen points? How much are those worth? <laughs> Nothing, because they're frozen. <laughs> oh, I was he, talking he, about the movie. Oh, but he also said he also said points first, so there are 100 points being awarded here. Well, he said points three times, so does that mean they get 300 points? I don't know. No, the points were frozen so that, that the word was stuck. <laughs> Good job. Adrian Cotton with the... Frozen points. Wow. title reference. That means they're good. They'll be good for longer. <laughs> so if they're frozen points, are they below zero? Uh, no, if they're frozen points, that means he keeps the 100 points next year, too. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> they keep longer. <laughs> Watch those expiration dates, son. <laughs> All right. We are... Uh... We are in the Big E countdown here. Um, he takes a dump right in front of me and says, Believe in my shit. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> right in front shit. of you, so you have to smell that stank. <laughs> Not only that, we had to deal with the awkwardness of him just squatting. No, no, the creative will, t will make it that his shit don't stink. <laughs> Good lord. Oh god. That's disgusting. Cringies. Cringy points. 
to points leader Ellis Holmes, who, I don't know, after Shiv took home that 150, I don't know if you're the points leader anymore. We're going to see. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the next, next person says he comes out, and he keeps telling me that he's Samoan. I'm Samoan. I tell him, I don't think so, and he retorts, believe that, man. Uh, that one's not that good. Aw. So then, what does that mean? Um, I think Sting should... No, 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 this is my job. Sting's not taking my job. <laughs> he's, he's buried. Oh, look, okay. Sting, Sting, put down the bat. Put down the bat. They said put down the bat. Don't argue with me. Put down the bat. Oh my god. Sting, no. No, 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 no. Holy shit, no points. <laughs> oh. And Triple H is done. No points to Charles Hardman. His brother, Matt. Next up. Reigns dances in front of me with the left shark from the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't understand it because sports. So... To be fair, it wasn't really a funny entry. Okay. As long as you say so. <laughs> that's, like, that's like, okay, cool. So I just buried Charles Hardman. Alright. <laughs> now you get hate mail. <laughs> no, I'm going to get an angry phone call because that's what he did to his brother. <laughs> Why uh, do you think my entry was funny? At least Pat didn't watch the show so he didn't get the reference. You're just an asshole. God, alright. Here we go, guys. The last entry. God, oh, no. Damn it. Oh, he, no. He whips out his dick and starts masturbating. As he comes, he lets out the same <laughs> scream slash roar he does right before the Superman punch. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so I can't believe we never read Jason Chin's entry. Yeah, no, we just... Or his exit. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> after which never... I said, I've been waiting for Shin to post him whipping his the... dick out this entire time. <laughs> this, is, this is another never before, as long as Dan proves it, quintuple cringe points. Quintuple cringe points? <laughs> yes. So that... 200 points? So 200 points. Good lord. But not actual points? No, plus points. actual points for 300 points. It's that holy, disturbing to me. Holy shit. Is that an automatic winner, too? Yes, I think so. 400 for 350 points? <laughs> I think so. God damn. We're about to dig. Change? <laughs> Approved. Oh, man. When I tabulate this, I can't wait to see where shit ends up because he just got 350 points I'll tell you where he's not in the rear <laughs> so are you ever going to be able to hear Roman Reigns do that roar ever again now without, <laughs> without it being completely without a blanket of white no <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to think of that snowed in raw every time that's why that's why it's the ass lane pay-per-view oh ass lane ass lane <laughs> It's all one word, too. It's not even two separate words. The, I know. 
<laughs> I hope he doesn't call himself a little teapot when he's doing that. Oh god, no. Ay ay ay. That's where his outfit got that white trim. Dude, Chev was so close to taking it home. Yeah, Chev was then, so close. But then Roman took his dick out. Shin <laughs> crossed a barrier that cannot be uncrossed. Lord, and it was, paid off big time. That might have been the worst best... Uh, the, no, the best worst entry of all... Or the worst best entry of all time in this game. Is that Shin's first win this year? No, I believe this makes Shin the first two-time, two-time, two-time. Why'd you say it, it three, three times? Because two wasn't enough? <laughs> that, yeah, that, but now you got to say it two more. Arbitrary rules are arbitrary. You know what, no, though? I, this means, Shin, don't think this means that you could just have a, an entry every week that says, whips his dick out and masturbates. And <laughs> no, because we all see what happens when people rehash the same jokes every week. Uh, you, now you don't get points. After the fourth week, it gets doesn't get points anymore. <laughs> but I made a Benoit joke. Three is enough, man. But, the, but, but it was a Benoit joke. Yeah, well, guess what? It wasn't funny. So, I made yeah, an this, Owen Hart joke. Yep, good job. Now this, once again, ninth week, but we finally have a dual, or a, a two-time winner. Almost made it the whole month of February. Hooray. Wow, so, uh, legendary. Wait for it. Well, guys... That was our show with the ass lane and the the roar that you will never unhear ever. Ooh, ah. God. Oh, God. Aye, aye, aye. Any parting words then? I am too disgusted. To come up with right. any parting words. I think right. I think our parting words should belong to Sting this week. Yeah. Whenever well, you guys are all done. Well, uh, let's say uh, goodbye to uh, to all our wonderful fans and uh, thank the giant media ball. It's like a giant ball of media, but without the fleas, without sans the fleas. fleas, and our uh, moment of zen this week. Take it away, Sting. <laughs>